Radio Runner Podcast. This is Runner Chat. I am Jared. I'm Claire. I'm Olivia. I'm Angelique. I'm Roxana. I'm Naima. And we are here to discuss some of the issues surrounding the students here at CSUB. We're going to talk about some of the stories that are being worked on for this issue of The Runner. We're going to talk about things that are affecting our students. We're going to talk about things that are having to do with campus life, uh, academics, sports, entertainment, what's happening in our community. What is our community? What does it consist of? Is it just campus life? Is it all around like Bakersfield and greater Kern County area? Who knows? What's happening out there? This is us telling you, and it's just us having a discussion about those things. So uh, let's start with campus life. Let's start about food. I think that's a topic we could all relate to. I think that's something we could all uh, kind of chime in on. Uh, campus life has changed a little bit over the last uh, year. The food situation has drastically changed. We used to have um, this kind of, uh, what, 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 what the Runner Cafe is now like a, a, a buffet, right? It's like a, yeah. what is it? It's, it's like, like a, a buffet now and it used to be like a food court. Okay, a food court. Thank you. That's, yeah, like you go to the mall and you have your choice of all these different restaurants and you're like, mm, do I want pizza? Do I want sushi? Do I want a bagel? Okay, those decisions are a thing of the dodo now. They have gone goodbye. And now we just have this... What is it? Is it for students who have like a meal plan? So students, so if, whether you live in either housing areas, you have to have a meal plan. Have to. Yes. But um, non, you can buy, if you're not a student or wait, if you're not living in housing, right. you can still have a meal plan. They have like special ones or you can just go in and pay for a single meal. Okay. But I mean, the value of that single meal, is it, you know, is it worth it? If you do the math, so say you wanted to buy like wanted to buy all your meals individually. Sure. Um, it's cheaper to get a meal plan. Okay. But like, so if you're on campus and you're going in for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you could get a meal plan that'll save you money in the long run. Yes. But if you're not living on campus, but you want something to eat, that's where the choices kind of are a little vague, right? Because you have the Runner Cafe, which is the meal plan style buffet. restaurant buffet. Yeah. Uh, you've got the new Starbucks that just opened up. Mm-hmm. Has everybody been to Starbucks yet? Yes. Went this morning. Now, did you go there because it's there, or did yeah. you go there because it's Starbucks? No, I went there because it's there. I'm not a coffee day, drinker yeah. or okay. a Starbucks I'm a mix, yeah. mixture. I used to be a barista, and so, like, it's uh, kind of my, it's, um, it's my element. You know? So, it's there. What did you get? <laughs> I got a tea and a bagel. Mm, okay. What would, what would you be your preference if you went to my Starbucks? My go-to drink is a venti green tea. A bit iced venti green tea with no sweetener, but that's because I'm on this, like, food cleanse okay yeah i felt really weird when i walked in today and i asked for a large i was given like these demon cat eyes like yeah, they don't like lo- that. no well there's the, the is that with larges there's like three ladies who were in the old pete's so they know like they know oh large must be a venti okay, but the newer people or the people who because some people are they work at other starbucks's and they're training in there oh. and they'll give you the look but the people who were like pete's originals like right. the og baristas that we have they're just they like, know oh. what's up yeah because the last time i was there i've been there twice now the last time i was there I asked for a grande and it was like petite and i thought <laughs> a grande meant large right because i mean like i don't know my spanish too well but when I say the word grande, I'm thinking big. I think it's Italian, actually. So they get mad because it's like the oh, lingo? Grande is big. 
I know, but like in Starbucks terms, I think it's Italian. Oh. Well, now I know. I know he's half the battle. Okay, so next time. So, yeah, so this morning when I went in, I just said large, and I got an evil look, but I was given a, a rather large cup. The problem is I also ordered a croissant, and I was almost halfway done with my vanilla iced latte uh, before I got my croissant. Yeah, so, I feel they're a bit overwhelmed, maybe, okay. That's with the amount of people. Maybe, but yeah, the line was okay. getting long. I mean, it's right there in the bookstore. It's a little weird location, yeah. I think, but it's a nice big room. I didn't even know about it until, like, I went into the bookstore and I was like, oh, what's this? And I looked and I was like, oh, they have a Starbucks. Surprise. Yeah. Like, right? It's yeah. really behind everything. Like, you'd think it'd be in the front. No, it is but. a little hidden. I kind of like that it's hidden, though, because I've gone, I mean, I've been when there's been a line and I've had to wait for 30 minutes, but I've also gone when there's, like, no one there. And I feel like I'm special and it's, like, this cute little thing. <laughs> and, like, is this also the last bookstore in the world? Okay, like I just feel special. Now you also have Panda Express. Anybody uh, eaten at the Panda Express yet? Anybody like the uh, the faux Chinese? I've eaten at the Panda Express. I don't love Panda Express. Kind of ate it because it was Damn. in my vicinity. Right. But I just got the orange chicken and like the brown rice, which I feel like is kind of a basic thing to order from Panda. But it was. A B plus. So do you think these restaurants here on campus are being utilized simply because that's the only choice we have? We also yes. have Witch Witch. We have Witch Witch, which, which is, is like... Which is a little expensive for some That is. Expensive. I agree. But they're the really only place expensive. on campus with milkshakes. I didn't true, know that. I know true. That I and I know that. cookies. Like, like homemade, like, like fresh cookies. Like good cookies. Like they throw the cookie like in the oven. Like you have to <laughs> wait for the cookie. You know what I mean? When you order a cookie, <laughs> you have to wait for it, which is okay. I'm, 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 I'm good with that. But yeah, you go in. I, I walked into Witch Witch and... The first time I was in there, uh, they were like, have you ever been here before? And I'm like, uh, no. And they're like, well, let me show you how it works. Well, that's cute that they did that. I know. That's I nice. really appreciate it. So you get a bag, and there's like a custom bag, or there's a pre-made bag with all their the kind of pre-made sandwiches. or not pre-made sandwiches, but like the ones that they have on like a menu, right? Yeah. Like if you want a, a steak and cheese or a Philly or something. But then you can customize. So you get a custom bag, and you can put your sandwich together. They also have salads. No, I was they do? Yes. Because I, I can't have, I can't have um, bread. Cleanse, right? And so, no, I'm also celiac disease. Oh. So, fun fact. Okay. But um, I had got a salad, and you would think that, like, okay, salad means lettuce. So, like, on the thing, I marked salad, and then for my additionals, I put spinach. I didn't get regular lettuce. I just only got spinach. And oh, I was like, I didn't, I didn't precise. know I had to, like, like, a regular salad has regular lettuce in it. I didn't know that I had to be very specific. Roxanne, it, Romaine and Roxanne exactly. if you had a choice of restaurants or food to have on campus, what would you prefer? Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot, girl. <laughs> sure. Well, what's your what's your food of preference? I kind of eat anything. Oh, I like your style. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you guys can tell this. I mean, since this is a podcast, you really can't see us, but I'm a little on the large side. <laughs> I don't necessarily say no to food. All right, but let's go around the room. Round, round Robin here. What's your food of preference? If you could have a certain restaurant or style of food on campus so you had more variety or more selection... And there is there is definitely space for more food and restaurants here on campus. What would you like to have? I'll let you think about it for a second, okay? Angelique. In and out. In ooh. I, I'm, you guys are probably just. I don't know. I live in Delano, so there's no In and Out. Like there's oh. no good burger place. There's just McDonald's and McDonald's. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I live first here. All, and just, I still love In and Out. No, yeah. Elmer's is pretty good. First of all, Elmer's McDonald's is, is not like a burger place. Let's just let's just <laughs> make sure make it's do. classified as it's shit new. food. Okay, not. <laughs> We have like three of them too. They just keep giving us more McDonald's. They're just trying to get everybody into little fat. Okay, true. It is job. All right. So in and out. I like that. I do. That's good. Good burger. Okay, Olivia. Um, if I'm going like as far as the like 
nice fast food because there's like cheap fast food like McDonald's and then there's like your nicer fast food like in and out which isn't even that expensive. I right. go for the Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh, it's good. Okay, good. chicken. Okay, that would make the cows happy. And I've seen it in food courts before. So it's like True. all of our places are like food courty still. I agree completely. And, oh, I want okay. Uh, Claire? Um, I would have to go with something like Victor's or like Mesa Grill, which I know. Mesa's well, Mesa's so. a chain, I think. No, Mesa's local. Oh, Mesa's I mean, we local. Only have two. And Victor's local, I yeah. think. Okay, what is well, Victor's? It's, it's just like Chipotle, but better. Uh, yeah. Way better. <laughs> it's like, like Chipotle, I'm sure, but better. I'm sure I mean, what they would have to do is bring in a Chipotle and not one of yeah, those. Which is but, fine. But yeah, I would like those because it's just, you, everyone's been to Chipotle, I'm sure. So you can kind of make it your own and it's just something different. I mean, I. Usually I'm a burger person, but we already talked about burgers, so right. I'm doing something different in no, there. No, I like so it. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I, okay. would, I would choose like Victor's if I could have anything. Okay, so I like that. So we have... Get my shrimp bowl. Right, shrimp bowl. We have Chick-fil-A, good burger place in In-N-Out. Roxana? I don't know if they have, but I like pasta. Okay. So I don't... I don't know if they had that back then. Well, we had, the- we had Sparrow in the food court when we had... And they had... You know, it wasn't like, I'm not going to say it's like the best kind of pasta, right. but I mean, they had spaghetti and they had like a penne and some kind of like lasagna sometimes. Well, so I see. They still saying. usually I, have pasta though in the food court. I did miss cafe. it when it was Just like hanging. the food court back then because I feel like people would go there even to hang out or do homework and right. now we have yeah. to pay. Yeah. So I think Starbucks is a good choice because we can hang out there and do homework. So only if Starbucks had pasta though, it would be so much better. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, Naima? For me, I'm like, because I'm hardly ever here. I'm only here for classes and then I leave. So for me, I like something like quick, easy, like, I don't know, something. Okay, this sounds. No, go for it. (laughs) There's no holding back here. This sounds really like typical, but like something easy like tacos or like torta. Because I I like food. I really do. Well, listen, I just just discovered the other day, okay, and I'm 40-something years old, okay? And the other day, you know what I had for the very first time? A tamale. What? Seriously? Well, I had one... Ten, listen, you want to hear a funny story? I had one 10 years ago, and I ate it like a burrito without taking it out of the corn husk. <laughs> because nobody told me it was in a corn husk, so I took a big-ass bite, and it was the grossest thing I'd ever eaten. So I never had... I, I never tried it again until just recently, and I, I thought it was one of the best things in the world. I'm so, so sorry. My first tamale was like... I have. I, I think that <laughs> like a, a nice tamale place or something would be My great. My first Taco one was place. like four years ago, so I totally get where you're Right? Okay. And now I'm just like, give me wow. all the tamales. Oh my right, gosh. yeah. Like last time, I, so last good. week, I saw the guy in the Walmart shopping center selling tamales. Like, bring them on! <laughs> they need to bring the elote, man. It's like campus. easy and that's simple. Great. It's, it's something you can get quick. Because yeah. here, like, all the lines take like an hour, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to waste all that time and money because it's expensive. I hear you. No, it'd be great if we had like a couple of those guys um, that like push the with the bicycle with the carts, yeah. mm-hmm. and they had either like one the with tamales yep. or the. I, I had this incredible snack uh, a couple weeks ago. There's this the, be- the beautiful Mexican woman riding around on a bike, and she whipped out a corn of cob. Right, and with the main, is that what it is? Oh my god, that's like the best thing ever. That there should be somebody on campus at all times making those. Okay, so we're at Riverwalk Park. There you go. And uh, I would say we need some kind of like sushi or pokey place because I'm really into the pokey right now. I mean, okay, so last semester when all these food places were supposed to be built and they weren't, um, they had like all the food trucks and stuff on Red Brick Road, and so you had 
Um, the one that we still have, but it's way over there by Humanities. And then we had a Poke Bowl, Pokey, whatever. I saw that. We had, like, where you could get elote and you could get nachos from, like, this weird truck, which I still see sometimes, like, yes. not on campus. That and I'm just like... Come back. I feel like we're being deprived, but you know what? Here's, here's the best part about this, though. And this is going to segue right into this next conversation, okay? Right now, there's a lot of talk on campus about building a brand new student union or renovating additions. The, thank you. Renovating to additions to the new student union. Because from what I understand, the student union is still relatively new, right? It's not that old. It's only a couple of years old. All right. We're joined now uh, by Veronica, our uh, our media manager. Hi. Oh, no. what, what, is, what is your title for the runner? So my, my title for the runner officially is the managing editor or digital managing okay. editor. So you're gonna you're gonna be our like our fact uh, go to on this one because we want to start talking now about this new student union because we're talking about food and the variety of food that we're kind of lacking in and what we would like to see and if they had a nice big student union even though from what I understand we're never going to see this student union because it's going to be done after we graduate but it'd be a good new selection for new students so all right there's a lot of hoopla a lot of discussion happening. Yeah. Let's have some facts. What's yeah, going so, on? So I've been working um, pretty closely with Peter, our editor-in-chief, and we've been kind of covering this story ever since the first kind of news breakout about it um, from ASI. But pretty much what we are most concerned about is how much is this actually going to cost the students because that's the one thing we felt wasn't addressed enough to the students from ASI. Um, and our biggest thing was also because not only is this fee referendum coming to the students to get vote on whether or not we want to pay more fees for this, but also there's a whole other area where our tuition is going to probably be increased by next semester as well. So we want to make sure students are aware like before you know they vote for this student union fee referendum to be raised, do they also know you know, you're also going to be paying an additional additional $282 in tuition next year also. Wow, and they're really kind of propagandizing this, uh, propagandizing, what's the word I'm looking for, propagandizing this so. right now? Because, I mean, all over campus, what do you see? Yeah, so all over campus, you're seeing the signs, you know, hashtag our new SU. And um, when we went to the, uh, to the big sort of, um, what would you call it? Kickoff. Yeah, the big kickoff for the student union. You know, we're walking around, we're seeing all these really cool photos about, you know, a second floor for the SU, um, a ballroom for, you know, events and things like that. And we asked them, you know, okay, what did you figure out about, you know, the student increase? And they told us, well, we project, you know, we need this student union because we project that by 2020, our student body is going to increase by almost 8,000 students. Okay, now for the record, it is now currently 2018. 2020 is only two years away. Yes, And they're ridiculous. assuming yes. 8,000 students over two yes. years. Yes, and we asked them where they got that number, and for the most part, what we've learned about how they're projecting that number is the program in the CSU system where if you apply to a school in the CSU system and you don't make it into that school, you're kind of guaranteed entrance to some other CSU, whether you know it was like an impacted and they're sending you somewhere else, things like that. They're expecting those students to be sent to CSUB and also to then decide to come to CSUB. You make it sound like we're the Danny DeVito of the CSU <laughs> system. We're the leftovers. Exactly. Right? That's, That's exactly what it that sounds like. That's sort of how it came off to us also. Um, but the other thing that's really, really funny to note is so 
I yesterday was recently going over because so on January 30th you know the CSU system board of trustees they met together the committee of finance came together to talk about this possible tuition increase and they decided that in May they're going to or at least by May they're going to decide whether or not to increase our tuition by $282 well in their agenda where they explain everything they talk about their expectations for what they want to use this budget for okay. and their expected um, increase for the entire CSU student body this year, they expect it to raise 1% or approximately 3,500 something students. That's what our board of trustees expect the entire CSU system student body to increase. So imagine, so they're expecting the entire CSUs, every CSU across like California. the entire California population for a student body increase 3,500 students. So let's say in two years, that stays the same or increases a little bit, you're barely hitting that 8,000 student body increase for the entire CSU system. It sounds like something I stepped in in my front yard this morning. Yeah, so what I'm, <laughs> so what I'm wondering, okay, so our board of trustees thinks that by two years, the entire student body for the whole system is going to increase 8,000. So is CSUB saying that every single student who becomes a CSUB or who becomes a CSU student is coming to CSUB. Right. So there. Wait. So we. Let me just just clarify because I might my brain might be a little juggled right mm -hmm. now. So you're saying they're expecting eight thousand in two years across the entire CSU students. Well, so uh, what system or just CSUB? No. So the CSU Board of Trustees, their expected increase of the entire student body for the entire CSU system for this year will be an increase of 1% or roughly 3,500-something students. Okay. But that's the entire... That's for everything. But that's yeah, for everything. So that our ASI is saying that we're going to increase just CSUB by 8,000 students in two years. Which yeah, that is, that's is, BS. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. That is just a, it's a... It sounds like a scam. Exactly. It sounds so like that, That's one of the things that we're kind of questioning. So basically... Isn't there a grant or wasn't there like an, an allocated fund for campus building or something? Well, so another issue that ASI is bringing forward about this is, so all the sort of federal money that we get, federal grant money that CSUB gets, it goes towards buildings and education buildings, stuff like that. But the student union isn't considered one of those buildings. The student union is specifically funded by the students, okay. by the student fees. Um, but my question, my answer to that is that doesn't necessarily mean that our student fees have to go to the right. student union, you know, to pay for a new student union. I'm pretty I mean, sure part of our fees pay the ASI oh, it, president and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Our, our student union. Oh, paying the salary, too. Go, yeah, our student fees go towards, I mean, paying for, you know, upkeep and employment at the SRC, at the student union, you know, now, things like that. college is not an inexpensive part of life. No. Okay? There are people who pay their financial loans back for the rest of their life. Okay? So this is not like... For the for the leftovers. Right. For the leftovers. <laughs> so is there a way for students who want to get involved and who want to know where this money is going and how it's being spent, is there a way for students to see the breakdown of these numbers or is this something kind of being, you know, hushed under the if, carpet or behind if, the curtain? Because if we pay... For those SU fees and those SRC fees, then there needs to be an annual budget. They need to be like, 
open and show us where all that money goes to because if that's my right now it's what like two bucks or eight bucks if that's my eight bucks out of pockets but next semester it's 48 dollars. that's a huge jump that's a huge jump so show me don't tell me oh our numbers project that we're gonna have this much money and it's gonna go here show me the full-on report you know like don't hide anything and it's supposed to keep climbing yeah so the way they have it expected how it's going to affect your student fees expect uh specifically is so the expected total cost for the student union expansion is approximately 25 to 27 million just for the student union the aquatic center that projected cost is 8 to 10 million so the way they've broken it down for the student fees is okay so your first year after this passes you're going to be paying $60 for the student in your $60 extra in your student fees the next year, it's going to increase by 40 So the next year, you're going to be paying $100. And then the year after that, 140 And then a year after that, 180 And it's going to cap at 180 And what is it right now? Like right now, what's your student fee? It's like like 2 bucks. Isn't that a little bucks? like... What is it right now? Oh, our student fees? Yeah. So, no, actually, our student fees right now are around like 520 something Like our whole student fees. But, but just, for the student center specifically, yeah. it's still... Um, somewhere in the hundreds that you're paying for the student fee really? for, that you're paying for but the it's student gonna, center. But, but you're saying it's going to now jump a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge increase in, in finances for people. Yeah, I mean, you can, any, any CSU student can go to the CSU website, go to the Office of the Budget, and look specifically for what the past 10 years your student fees have been and how they've increased. And there are things that are worth this money. Obviously, you get the Student Health Center, right? You get access to the SRC. You get access to free games. Yeah. Right? You go to the games. Right? So there are some... There's perks. Perks, if you will. But another question that is raised by the possibility of 8,000 more students, which is which in a sense would almost double the population of the oh, school. Yeah. I mean, we've been around, what, 50, 60 years, we've got 10,000 students, and they're saying within two years it's going to almost double? Okay. Now it brings back to this conversation that I will always go back to, even though we almost got not part of this podcast in our little preliminary talk, but that will be a parking nightmare. Okay, well, I think of it like, we, okay, in two years, 8,000 additional additional students. So you have parking. I don't know. I mean, like the SU and all that stuff, it sounds great. But when you look at, like, the underlying things, like, where are those? There's barely enough classrooms right, for students. Right. There's barely enough, like, like my program just started a few years ago. And so, like, they want to build a building for my program, but it's, like, third on the list. Why does the SU come before that when, like, that industry is booming and then housing there won't be enough housing they're for that many people <laughs> right they're gonna put it in a pool they're gonna put know, it in a ballroom in a movie theater and when they you, really need more halls right more classrooms right. and more parking if I you're mean, going to accommodate eight thousand more students and if you really want to hear it, so i just pulled up what the student fees over the 10 years were on our csu budget and basically what they say is i mean just in last year's so of our student fees so our total campus-based fees were $1,405. Of that, $302 went to health services. $6 went to the health facility. $183 went to instructionally related activities. $62 went to material services and facilities. $0 went to student success. Um, $383 went to the student association. 
$469 went to the student center. What is student success? Isn't that me succeeding here in CSU Bakersfield or is, you know, do they not I don't care? know if that's exactly the like academic probation. I don't yeah, I'm not sure if that goes towards academic probation, mm -hmm. if it's going towards student related fundings for like our grade, for graduation rates, things like that. But I think the biggest thing to notice is the biggest thing you're paying in your student fees goes towards the student union and the SRC already. Mm -hmm. And the lowest thing we're, we're paying for in our students' fees goes towards the health facility. I yeah. mean... The budget, that, that list, the way you read that, the way it reads, reminds me so much of like our government where it comes to like, what is it, like $60 billion in military spending, and, military spending and basically zilch for everything else. Mm -hmm. It seems like there's... I mean, it seems like all the way from the top, all the way to the bottom, when it comes to budgetary pri uh, pri pri priorities, they are just wackadoo. So how would we fix this? How do the students rally? What is what is the end game here? Is there a way for students to, to share their voice, speak up, do something? I mean, definitely one of the things we're hoping here at The Runner is, you know, after we release this information in this upcoming issue, where our next plan is to hopefully, you know, have this new body read these stories, get a little more informed, and then go out and ask them, you know, now that you know a little bit more information about the cost, what's coming up with your tuition, what these, what this money is going towards, now what do you think about it? Because beforehand, you know, you went out to the kickoff and you asked students what they thought, a lot of them were like, man, this is going to be great. But the other part is it. They need to be educated exactly. in more ways than just the classroom. I mean, this is not fake news. This is, uh, we are, in a sense, very much like real newspapers and, you know, you know, major publications. We are the checks and balances for the CSUB system. Exactly. We are here to be the watchdogs for our system, for our government. So, I mean, if you have comments about this, you know, the newspaper is definitely here as a forum to help get those voices out there. But there's also, I mean, your student government is supposed to be representing your needs and wants. ASI meetings are open, you know, to the student body to go. I mean, if, if students wanted to put their voices out about this, there's definitely ways that they can do so. Do you guys think, like, when students come to school, they just put their heads down, do their work, and get out, and don't care too much about all the extracurricular student life events? I mean, how many, what's the population and what's the percentage? So I don't know the, the percentage, but I do know some students do that. They come to school and they go home. But the students that get involved, whether in like, um, like Greek life, other organizations, ASI, whatever it may be, even the runner, like you do more things, you get more involved, you care more about your school. So of course you're going to think, oh yeah, the SU looks like such a great idea, but like, like the whole circle, like everything involved, like, is it worth it when, like, we have so many other things to be worrying there about? There are a lot of questions that need to be not only asked, but honestly answered. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of this idea of transparency within our CSU system. I mean, we're also finding out right now, you know, that there's certain committees that have to do with our fees that the office of the president and our ASI president don't even know what they are, but they're a part of these committees. There's certain things where there's committees being held, but their agendas are nowhere to be found. There's no way to find out who's on these committees. I mean, it's, ridiculous. it's again, yeah, this idea of transparency on our campus that, yeah, like you said, a lot of students, they keep their head down so nobody really notices, but it's still an issue. It's something that still needs to be addressed. This is a university. It's not just a Calm commuter school. No, how do you off. get students more involved in this? How do you get them to 
lift their head up and get them out of the books for just a minute and say, listen, this is also a part of your daily routine. This is your university. Like you said, this is not, and no offense to community colleges. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys. I went to community college, and community that's, college, where you put yeah. your, that's where you put your head down. You get through it so you can get to the university and take part in, quote, unquote, university life. Yeah, and I think it's like you said, you know, there are people on the campus who are involved in all these different organizations who knows what's going on. I think it's on us to really inform, educate, and sort of, pull those other students who maybe don't really think this affects them into it and sort of rally up and be like, you know, this does affect you. You should care about this. You know, you're putting your money toward, whether or not you care what's happening on the campus, your money is going into this. You should care about this. Like whether or not you plan on going to the student union, whether you're here for two years, four years, you know, Either way, in that time, your money is going to be going towards this. Money that you're going to probably, for a lot of people, be paying back for almost the rest of your life. So you might as well just like, make good on the investment. Which is ridiculous because we are one of the cheapest CSUs to attend. Right. Too. So it's like... But it's just a fact of life. It's that, not I like mean, I can just the, grab the amount of kids drowning in student debt somewhere. are ridiculous. Yeah, it's... You know, I mean, luckily there are programs, there are a way to get grants, there are a way to get scholarships. But, you know... For the most part, there's you know probably more than not people that are having to take out loans to go to school, and they should really kind of make sure they know where that money is going. Exactly. I mean, I think one thing that you could ask students here on campus that might kind of wake them up to this is how you know go up to any student on campus, find out you know do you use the SRC? How often do you use the SRC? How many students on this campus have probably never even stepped inside the SRC? Yet, for however long they've been here, for however long they've been paying student fees, they've been paying for that SRC. Let's go around the room. Just a uh, just small survey real quick, okay? Who in this room, around this table, has not just been in the SRC, but has utilized the SRC? What exactly is what is it? Boom! There it is. What is exactly. it? Right, and you know that there's so many other there are so many other students that probably have that exact same question, Angelique. Is that what what is the again? SRC? Yeah, that's yeah. The that is, yes, too. Yeah. Right. So yeah, the SRC is where the it is the the student rec center. So they have the basketball courts in there. They've got um, indoor track, track, rock wall, rock wall. They have it's a gym. Equipment. So it's it's for they health have trainers. and fitness. Trainers. You can go in and do like homework. Goat stuff yoga. Like that. But yeah, I mean, how many people have actually gone in there? I've walked in there. Yeah, I've never been in touched there a one piece times. of equipment. I've used the equipment ever so often. Not enough where I think that I'm happy that I paid four hundred and seventy something dollars in my student fees for it. Right. I think there should be an option because there are students who they don't have time to go to the SRC. They don't have. They don't even have time to even step into the SU except to go to the bookstore. So there should be an option with those fees that says you don't want to pay that, and then your your ID card. ID doesn't let you in. Doesn't let you in. Right. Like then it's and then if you want to go, then you can work out like a payment plan or something like that. And they that's just on kind of you. assume across the board that everybody's going to use it well, since they're given the yeah. access to it. And I mean, I understand the the student recreational center. I'm a little bit more um, like, I guess you could say I'm a little bit 
more willing to accept that I'm paying a fee for that because it does regard student health, you mm -hmm. know, for students who don't have the ability to go off campus and work out or, you know, can't. And they also have those bikes pay. you can use right. and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, so I can understand that. That, you know, sits better with me. But a just expanding a student union. Well, there are some things like not just the SRC, but the health center. Yeah. These are things that should be part of your tuition, your student fee, mm -hmm. because these are things that. But the problem is like. They need to let people know, let the students know that these are there for them. Not just like in a passing phrase, but really put billboards up. Let people know because the only way people are going to know is if you just keep repetition, repetition, repetition. And Hit them with the information. Well, Social media think, does that too. I think one thing to note also is how fast this vote is coming up. I mean, they announced this student union referendum, you know, two weeks ago, you know, mid-January, and then are asking students, okay, so by, you know, mid-February, we want you to vote whether or not you want to increase your student fees to pay for this. Why are they rushing it? Well, one of the things we have, I mean, we're not going to say that this is, but one of the things that we kind of wondered maybe is because of that tuition increase. So the Board of Trustees met January 30th, you know, to talk about this, but they postponed their vote on whether or not to increase tuition until mid-May or to be by May. So we're wondering, I mean, did they want to speed this vote so much so that students would vote for this before realizing, oh yeah, by the way, not only are you paying an extra, you know, $180 in student fees, you'll also be paying an extra $282 in tuition. Am I the only one that thinks that sounds extremely shady? No, mm -hmm. I agree. It's shady. Okay. Wow, all shady right, so yes. listen, uh, students, you need to be informed, you need to know what's going on, you need to make that choice. Uh, is if this is something you want or not because you have to keep in mind like as great as it would be for this university to eventually get bigger and bigger and bigger it's not going to happen in two years okay it's going to happen over the next decade to 20 years is where the, listen i i'm originally from florida and i'm a little older than the average student and the first time i went to college i was in my early 20s 20 something years ago and i went to a little school uh, called fau florida atlantic university Okay, very much the CSUB of that part of Florida. Okay, small campus. Now, 20 years later, right, the population of the school has more than doubled. They have built many, many dorms. They have a football team that's part of the system. They have a stadium. I mean, these are things that happen over, over time. You can't rush it over two years. So a student union would be great. And also, am I right in saying that, like, do they think by building such an attractive student union that'll even attract more students? I think that is another part of it, which I can I can you know I can say you know that that's understandable. I mean, I also you know came I also am a transfer student. I came I originally went to a big four year university that had you know yeah a really great student union type building and really big stadiums. Yeah, but even when I was there, you know. I was there for school, and I right. think we all need to remember that we're all here for school. You know, our biggest priority needs to be school, needs to be the students on campus, graduation rates. I mean, the other thing to look at Classrooms, study halls. Education. Exactly. Like, education home, needs to be home, a priority. Housing. I understand that this is college, this is a university. You know, we want to 
benefit our student life as much as possible and have our students have the best experience. But I don't think that it needs to be at the expense of the students. I think that the student union and ASI need to be a little bit more realistic about would, what the effects of this are going to be on their student body. I would much rather not stress out finding parking and sit in a comfortable desk in a nice big classroom with lots of fellow students educating myself than worrying about uh, going into a sauna in a student union. So that's it. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. Thank you very much, Veronica, for all the facts. And, of course, that vote is coming up. Yes. So that vote will be coming up February 21st and 22nd. So keep an eye out for that, students. All right. Make sure you visit uh, the runner online. Yes. And uh, check out the CSUB app. Yes. And uh, hopefully one day the runner app. I guess we're eventually... We're working on that, Jared. We are working on that. We're working on it. All right. (laughs) Veronica, our our digital editor and uh, our boss, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you, We appreciate it. When you make your way out there, will you uh, maybe send in Jonathan? We will. We'll do some sports here in a second. Thank you very much. All right. So that's a pretty interesting discussion, right? There are priorities between what we want, what we need to make campus life better, right? All right, so we'll leave it up to you. And, of course, you could go ahead and comment uh, uh, your thoughts on this podcast somehow. We'll get to those details later. I have no idea how because uh, I think we have some kind of link or something. All right, here he comes. Look at that, the man in pink. Oh, I'm nervous now. There's too many people. Come on in. Sit down. I thought I was going to be one of my No, welcome to the Runner Chat. This is our podcast. Uh and we are talking. We've been talking about uh, some campus life issues. Okay. But there's one thing we have not talked about when it comes to campus life, and that's sports. Sports. Right. There are a number of teams that are doing well, that are doing their thing, and none of us. I mean, are anybody? Is anybody really a sports person in here? Nope. I mean, I, I go watch, to the games. I watch UFC, but I'm not really into football. You watch UFC. Oh, you like people watching the crap, beating crap out of each yes. other. <laughs> I like your style, Angelique. All right, but we want to kind of let our listeners. Uh, in on what's going on right now currently with our uh, our team sports. Okay. Maybe not all of them are like Olivia who, and can go to all the games. I can go to all the games. Yeah, wait, whatever, you go to all the games. <laughs> um, but, you know, we want to support our colors. We want to support mm-hmm. our, our team. And so how is, how is everybody doing? So men's basketball is getting back on track. They are now on a two-game win streak. Uh, their last game this last Saturday was a 24-point win. The Dang. game before that on Thursday was a 31-point win. Wow. So it seems like their offense is starting to get back on track. Uh, he's playing his freshman a lot more. Justin Davis, Greg Lee, and Jarkel Joyner are starting to get in the picture. And the women are on a four-game win streak right now. Nice. Um, they could be undefeated. Just a little bit of mistakes coming into two games. But um, this Thursday, they'll be playing the fir- first-place team. And if they win, they can be in the tie for first place. That, is that women's? Women's team, Okay. Yeah. Is there, a, is there a March Madness for women? There is. There is a March Madness for women, as same as men's. The women's uh, tournament for the WAC will start a day sooner, though, because okay. their tournament starts a little bit sooner than the men's does. What was the last time we were in March Madness? I don't believe we have been in March Madness. What do we have to do to get there? We have to win the WAC, because the WAC is a mid-major school teams. Right. Um, it's usually only going to be a one-team bid, so most likely you're going to have to win the WAC to get in. Okay, but our men's team has made it to the Men's team won, it, um, won the WAC, so they were in it in 2016. All right, so hopefully that's something we'll be able to repeat hopefully sooner we'll than later. Hopefully we repeat it, yep. Okay, now are we in a, a certain division? I mean, how's that work? We are in uh, Division One sports, so we are with all the top schools. All the top schools? All the top okay. schools, so UCLA, USC, all of them. 
Right, and we are not doing bad. Obviously, a twenty-four point, thirty-one point lead over some. It's of these starting teams. to look better. We're three and five in the whack right now. Uh, Ten and thirteen overall. Uh, had a rough start, but it's uh, Coach Barnes has been saying it's a young team. We have a lot of freshmen on this team, so as they get their experience and it's showing right now, they're getting better as season goes along. All right, now it's also spring. Well, it's technically winter, I guess. Springtime is around the corner, though. Spring sports, what do you got? Spring sports, we got baseball and softball, of course. You got to put those two together. They're looking great this time. Um, both are preseason rankings. They're low, but after last season with baseball, those have high expectations. And with a young team with softball, they're looking to be that underdog that proves everybody wrong. Um, you got beach volleyball coming off. Their indoor volleyball just come off of winning the whack, so they have high expectations this season. Right. And then uh, track and field's already started with a couple of their competitions, and they're looking good so far this season, too. I have a really important question for you. When you go to these games, right, mm-hmm. if I want to go to a basketball game, if I want to go to a baseball game, and I want to, you know, wear blue and yellow and be rowdy and mm-hmm. cheer and have a great time, do they uh, sell beer there? Um, not that I noticed. But they have a student section. They do have a student they section. They do have a student section where <laughs> yeah. you can get crazy and have fun. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. That's because I know it's not a dry campus, and I haven't seen alcohol served inside the sports arenas. Okay, because it's not a dry campus, because mm-hmm. we used to have a bar. Yes. Yeah. I was told that, that, that Panda was supposed to have alcohol again, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, what? this is a very important uh, part of student life. Uh, I agree. Having alcohol on campus, and mm-hmm. uh, right now it is lacking. And if there's one thing I like to do, if I'm going to go to a basketball game yeah. or a baseball game, especially in the spring or the yeah. summer, baseball game, I want to down a nice beer, cold fuzzy. Yeah, <laughs> Right? I'm not missing much there. What about wrestling? Wrestling's doing great right now. They just came off a big win. Um, Matt Williams is still their number one person right now, and he's looking like he can make it to the NCAA tournaments. Do we have pep rallies here? I, I don't think so. We have um, we don't have pep rallies, but before some of the basketball games, we've had, like, tailgating, but it's not tailgating because we have salties out there, but you can mm-hmm. go and, like, win prizes and stuff. I've never gone to those because, to me, I'm just like... Okay, well, first of all, you said Salty's Barbecue, and that just got my attention. So <laughs> that's going to bring this conversation back to food. And speaking of food, Jonathan is not only the, uh, the assistant sports editor, but he's also the food guy. So I'm also the food guy. I want to bring back guy. a question that we started this whole podcast okay. with, okay? We were talking about variety of food on campus. If there was one restaurant or style of food that would be accessible for you on campus, what would it be? I got to, I mean, my favorite food's barbecue, but I mean... You gotta go like Chick Fil A or something. I I I know we have I know <laughs> I we have a contract with Aramark, but if you look at what people's favorite foods are, and I'm pretty sure if we did a survey, Panda's not going to be the number. Okay, one. I'm not talking about surveys. I'm talking about Jonathan. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I'm looking at personally your soul me, right now. Personally, me, I'd go Chick Fil A because I know they're closed on Sundays and we're not going to be here Sundays. Oh, oh, touche. I mean, except for during production. Yes. But I mean, when we need them places. here. But okay. some of the places aren't even open on Sundays, really. Anymore. That's true. I have a question. Um, sure, what's up? Why they take out Rowdy's? Or I wasn't here when the that bar. Happened. Yeah, I wasn't because here when now that it's Panda Express. Yeah. But it's, but but, but the word not... on the street is that it's supposed to also be me. Rowdy's. Yes. It's supposed to be like a slash, oh. like Panda slash Rowdy's. So you're supposed to be able. To, but I mean, come on. We've all been in the Panda, and there's yeah. just no bar it's, there yet. It's 100% Panda Express. It's 100% Panda Express. So they are going to bring it back or no? We don't know. That's so what was Rowdy's? Hope. Rowdy's was just a bar? It was like it was, a, it was a bar, lounge, right? burgers, you got, you had your, chicken strips. Yeah. Uh, I had that wings there. Someone let me yeah, they had wings. Bar food. It was yeah. a great, it was, it was a college bar. That's cool. Yeah. You know? 
But you know what? When they when they spend the thirty million dollars and build the new student center, uh, I'm sure they'll have a rowdies. I'm sure they'll have a movie theater, a bowling alley, a pool hall, everything we really don't need. As long right? as they have a sauna, that's all that matters, right? Because let me tell you something: me and nothing but a towel and some hot rocks, they get along just right. <laughs> Jonathan, thank you very much thank for you coming for in. Me. We truly appreciate it. All right, so we're gonna wrap things up here for our first episode of the Runner Chat. Uh, as you can see, it's just a podcast where we're literally just having a discussion. We had a lot of information given out today about the, the hot topic. The hot button issue is the student union, okay? Mm-hmm. So we'll see how the vote goes. We'll touch on that next episode. Um, but we'll also talk about other things that are happening in and around town. In fact, before we uh, get out of here, favorite thing to do off campus? If you have a life. Which probably none of us actually have at this point. <laughs> Anyone? Oh, would you like? Okay. I mean, I, anybody could try. I like going to festivals. What? Festivals. Festivals. Yeah. Like what kind? Like music festivals. Music festival. That's like my thing. Uh-huh. Not my. Not right now. I mean, not like it's not like a fad, but like always. Now that I have money. I, yeah. I remember those days. Are you a Coachella person? Or you like I have a, not been to Coachella yet, but I want to go. I've never been, but I want to go. I want to go. go to Lollapalooza. Oh, that was oh like God, one of the last festivals I went to back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it was Rage Against the Machine, Metallica. Awesome. Uh, Radiohead? No, Radiohead didn't play that year. But I also went to some big monster fest in Atlanta once with uh, Metallica, Kid Rock, System of a Down, Linkin Park. Oh. And somebody else. Solid. Yeah. Warp tour is the closest I've been to. Like. Warp tour. I've been to a few warp tours back in Florida. I'm from Florida originally, so I, you know, it's easy to catch the festivals. Um, Coachella, though. Never been to Coachella. Nope. We should make it a road trip. Down. Are you paying? So no. <laughs> no, I'm not paying. But you know what would be great though is that you know I know that the ASI they put on events for students right uh, every semester they kind of have some things planned. I know sometimes they bring in a, a, an artist for a concert. Oh, yeah. Why not do an all-day weekend festival on a Saturday from morning to night and just blow the doors off of this town and, like, invite, you, can, you know, because then, then, you know, you could actually maybe even make a little extra money for the student union by charging tickets <laughs> right, right. for people not on campus. I mean, it makes sense, but like I've seen the budget of how much, like how much certain artists alone cost, and like our budget compared to like what some of them cost is just astronomical. It's it's crazy, and like obviously, um, like at Coachella and stuff, like they have a lineup, and so you have like the really big artists, and then you have like the not so big, the little stages, and then you have like the who, you know what I mean? Who is that? You know? Well, the who is actually a band. Yes, I. I, (laughs) (laughs) And so I feel like if they did maybe even just like a single day, where it's like you have a headliner, like a someone we know, and then you have like a medium, a medium, a small, and then throw some local bands on there. Exactly. I mean, like this is what I used to do back in the day. Crap is that fest that like. What is it called? The free for all. The free for all, which is like basically that. a bunch of baby bands that are just about on the verge yes. of breaking out. Yes. And then there was also the Christmas. The well, I think it's at like was it Stramler Park where they have the um, Tim Gardea used to put it on with this like fifteen stages. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is my wheelhouse. That's what I used to do back in the day. You know, I used to work on Crab Radio. Yes. Back in the day, so um, now it's Alt One Hundred Six One. That's cool. I know they don't really. Oh, they changed like it. Anything. Yeah, it's now Alt One Hundred Six One. Crab radio. It's a mouthful. Yeah. But, you know, 
more power to them. What was that? They don't play anything like really like rugged anymore. It's kind of just like soft yeah, stuff. No, when I was when I when I first started, it was a rock station. That's cool. Now it's an. Alt so I remember station. when like um, Hot ninety four point one used to be like all like hardcore rap, and now I'm like, did I just hear Taylor Swift? What was that? Right. Like, <laughs> well, the, the the lines between music genres is blurred. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, Taylor Swift, oh. from what I remember, was a country right. artist, and, and now she's got like, these. And she got like Kim, right? Kendrick Lamar into it for some. So it's and like, now all my you know my my. My friends, um, well, a couple of them who belong to a certain, f- you know, faction, uh, they call themselves what Swifties. Uh, it's a little, it's a little much. It's a little much. It's a little much. But you know, I can't help but you know sing along when I hear it on the radio either, because we gotta have bad blood. All right, we're gonna pretend that never happened. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do it for the first episode of Runner Chat. Does anybody have any last remarks or uh, words of advice? Or fortune cookies uh, somewhere in them? Uh, I wish I could eat a fortune cookie. See? It comes back to food. That's what this podcast really should just be about. It should just be about... Just us talking about food. Five honestly. ladies and a guy talking about food. <laughs> Can we each have like our own like plates and we're just like eating while we're talking? I love the you know, sound like, of that. But, uh. I love the sound of that. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, they just opened that Jersey Mike's Cafe Med and Blaze right there. Yeah, yeah. That would have been perfect on campus. And the Sully's, yeah. just saying, Sully's, if you go into it, it's like such a fancy gas station. You could do all your grocery shopping there and they have a beer cooler. And a Smith's. And a Smith's. And a Smith's. <laughs> Love me my black and whites. Have you ever had a black and white? It's like a Jewish cookie. It's delicious. Oh. Yeah. It's half black, half white. It's very biracial. All right. <laughs> That'll do it. Uh, I'm Jared. I'm Claire. I'm Olivia. Angelique. I'm Roxana. I'm Naima. Thank you so much for uh, taking part in our first episode here at the Runner Chat. I want to thank Veronica and Jonathan for chiming in. We will see you guys next time. Make sure you pick up your hard copy edition of the Runner newspaper. And uh, make sure you chime in and also play the games on the game page because they're fun. I designed them. Okay. (laughs) That'll do it. We'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Bye-bye.